Hello, and welcome to the Storyteller's Mission with Zena Del Lowe, a podcast for artists and storytellers about changing the world for the better through story. I am really excited to welcome you to the very first episode of 2021. I can hardly believe it. We have turned a corner and we are officially in the new year. I'm also really excited about the next few episodes that I have in store for you because I truly think they're going to be helpful to you in terms of informing your decision about which project or projects that you're going to undertake in this coming year. However, before I dive into that, I need to make two very short announcements, which I also think can be teachable moments. So the first is, and perhaps you can hear it in my voice, though I understand I do sound better than I did yesterday, I seem to be sick. Now, I haven't been tested yet for COVID, so I can't say for sure that I have that, but my symptoms do seem to be consistent, so I'm operating under the assumption that this is indeed what I have. Now, I have already powwowed with God about this, and while I know that the outcome is often tragically fatal, I honestly don't think that's what's in store for me. Now, I could be wrong, in which case, hey, I'll be dancing with the angels, but If I am correct that I am not destined to die, that's a good thing. That means I get to continue doing what we're doing. However, that doesn't mean that it hasn't disrupted my life. My grand plans have been interrupted and I've had to come to the hard realization that I'm just not going to be big enough to take on both COVID and to successfully meet the deadlines for the launch of the Storyteller's Mission website platform where we're going to be having our classes and other services for writers. That means I've been forced to have to push back that launch by a few weeks. Now, the reason I think that this is a teachable moment is because if you are anything like me, then you know how much this decision really killed me to make. I'm the kind of person who hates missing deadlines. I feel like I'm breaking my promises if I've made a commitment to some sort of date like this and then I miss it. And to be honest with you, I drive myself pretty hard, so it's difficult for me to accept defeat. But I remember attending a film festival once where I heard a producer say, when you're making a film or you're creating any sort of creative project, there are three end results that you can choose from, but you can only have two. It can be good, it can be inexpensive, or it can be fast, but you can only pick two. If you pick that you want something to be high quality and you want it to be done quick, it's not going to be cheap. And if you choose that it's going to be cheap and fast, it's not going to be good. So at the end of the day, I had to admit that it would be far worse for me to launch the website and the classes before they were truly ready than it would be to simply postpone. After all, excellence is one of my core virtues. So once I got over my pride, I realized that this was the wiser choice and that at the end of the day, sometimes we have to accommodate life's little surprises and that's okay. The important thing is that I'm doing the best I can and at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. Everything I intended to launch will still launch. It'll just be a few weeks later. That's all. 
Now, as for when the new launch date will be, I remember a few years ago attending another workshop on film production, and one of the speakers said, if you ever have to postpone your production, don't just push it back a week. If you have to push it back a week, you might as well push it back a month because it takes just as much time to reorganize and do everything you need to do for a week, and you might as well give yourself all the time you need to do it right. So my team and I will be meeting later to decide on our new official launch date, and I will let you know what we decide. In the meantime, we need to get back to the business of storytelling. So let's get to the good stuff, shall we? Because it is the beginning of the year, which means it's the time of year when all our hopes and dreams are dancing around in our minds, teasing us of the possibilities of what might be in store for us. And presumably, now that it is the beginning of the new year, you are making plans, either mentally or explicitly, about what you want to accomplish this year in terms of your art. You are already mulling over what project should you tackle? What sort of agenda do you need to set? What project or idea brings you the most joy or weighs the heaviest on your heart? And in my experience as an artist, whether I intend to or not, the beginning of the year marks that period of time when my head basically takes over of its own accord and starts pondering these things, even on a subconscious level, deliberating over what I'm going to give myself over to this year, because I know my time is limited and art is all consuming and you can't do every single project that pops into your head. You have to choose wisely. The truth of the matter is there are objective criteria that are worth considering when you're trying to choose a project. Most writers start too soon. They get an idea, it pops into their head, and they're off and running to the races. They haven't actually taken the time to think through all of the things that ought to be thought through before you sit down to write. The very first step is to find your story and to make sure the story itself has merit. Because otherwise, you'll be like one of the many writers who starts a project with absolute enthusiasm And then you end up abandoning the project halfway through the year because you finally realize that it's not going to work. Then maybe you choose the next one that pops into your head and you start writing that, but that one doesn't work and so on and so forth. And if you're one of those that ends up abandoning projects halfway through the year, this process, this cycle can be very discouraging and demoralizing. So I want to prevent you from having to do that. I would like to help you at the front end of it to know that when you sit down to write this story, even if you get to that point where you're sick of it, you know to press through because you did all the work up front. You know that it's a good story to tell because you thought through these parameters at the very beginning, and that can sustain you until you actually complete the project then. At the very least, you will know that whatever you invest in for the rest of this year, that it is worthy of that year's investment because that's how long a project can take or longer in some cases. Choosing a story to tell is like getting married. When you select that story, you're agreeing to forsake all others. It is an absolute commitment. And it means that you have to say no to all those other good ideas that pop up along the way, to all those other suitors of your time and energy in the marketplace of ideas. 
So let's make sure that you have a clear vision about the story you want to write before you write it and that the story that you want to write actually is worthy of your investment. So in order to do this, we're actually going to go back to the basics for a bit. We're going to start with the question, what is a story? In order to write one, we have to have a good idea of what a story is in the first place. And by the way, I'm hoping that as I go through some of these things, that it's going to start getting your mind churning. Maybe even help the story that you have percolating in your mind start coming into place. The idea is that this should give you ideas. It should crystallize those ideas. And it should also give you criteria that you can use to evaluate those ideas, to test whether or not they have merit. So again, what is a story? Well, a story is the telling of an event that happens to a certain individual or a group of individuals. And I'm actually going to break down that definition for you in just a little bit. First, however, what you need to understand is if you're a screenwriter, if after about 10 or 15 pages, a reader is still shaking his head and wondering what your story is about, then your screenplay just got to pass. Now, in novel writing, you also have a limited amount of time. It may change according to the genre that you're writing in, but it still has to happen pretty soon. It can't be too long after you start your book that your reader has an idea what this story is really about, or else they will put it down and they will pick up another novel. So you need to know what your story is about. And again, what is the definition? A story is a telling of an event that happens to a certain individual or group of individuals. So a story is a telling. This means that it is not a slice of life. Alfred Hitchcock said, some people want to make movies that are a slice of life. I prefer to make movies that are a slice of cake. Now, you can, of course, apply that to storytelling. We want to tell stories that are a slice of cake. They are not meant to be as close to real life as possible. Real life is slow, tedious, and boring. Stories are heightened reality. They're better than real. A story is something that is deliberately and meticulously crafted. Every word, every detail in your story must have something to do with that story. There is nothing unneeded or superfluous. It needs to be a tight, unified whole. But that definition goes on to say that a story is the telling of an event. This means that something has to happen in order for there to be a story about it. And if something happens, it happens in time. The event has a moment where it begins and where it ends. A good story sweeps up the reader in the very beginning and it carries them on a journey until the end. It's a ride that goes somewhere. There's a saying in filmmaking that says, movies move. So at the end of the story, we should be able to sum up what the story was about in just a few sentences. So Jaws, well, it's about a man eating shark and the sheriff who has to stop it. Or Star Wars, well, it's about Luke Skywalker, who not only saves the princess, but saves the universe from the evil empire. That is the plot element. And you need to be able to sum up the plot element in literally one or two sentences. 
you need to be able to say what it is about. Oftentimes what I have are people who will pitch ideas to me and they are something like, well, it's about good over evil. No, 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 no. That isn't a story. For it to be a story, you have to be able to articulate in one or two sentences what the plot of the story is. However, stories are about more than just their plot. The heart of every story is a personal paradox. And what that means is that at the end of the day, the plot becomes the vehicle through which your main character has an opportunity to be healed or fixed or to work through some sort of issue, which means there is a theme behind it. So that's what it's really about. So in P.T. Anderson's brilliant and hard to watch film Magnolia, on the one hand, it's about these characters who are caught up in their own drama of regret. But what the film is really about and what P.T. Anderson makes no bones about and even explicitly says through narration is that the film is really about the sins of the fathers being passed on to the children and that the only way to put off God's judgment is to repent and forgive. It's incredible. Now, it's dark. It's a very dark world. But the truth of the matter is his theme is about repentance and forgiveness. But the story is about this multi-cast of characters each working through their own regrets because of the mistakes that they've made. Nevertheless, most of us don't have a problem writing the theme. In fact, most of us focus too much on theme and in fact, that's what gets in the way of the story. My encouragement to you would be to forget about theme. If you are listening to my podcast, The Storyteller's Mission, which is about changing the world for the better through story, I promise you, you don't have a problem coming up with themes because you're already wanting to write material that makes a difference, that means something, which means you probably start with theme. And I want to encourage you to set that aside and go to story. What is it about plot-wise? What happens in your story? Because the story is a telling of an event. Something has to happen for there to be a story about it. And then, of course, if it happens, it launches your character on an adventure where they have to pursue something relentlessly for the entire duration of the story. They have to try to accomplish something. They have to try to pursue something. So you, as the writer, need to know what happens and what is the adventure that your main character gets swept up in. So let's make this very, very practical and applicable today. As you are trying to think through the various story options that you have available to you, my advice is to get a piece of paper and to try to articulate each of those story ideas in one or two sentences and see if how you're articulating it matches the definition just given. A story is the telling of an event that happens to a certain individual or group of individuals. Now we're going to expand on this even further next week and in the coming weeks, but for now, 
this should get you started. So until next week, I want to thank you so much for listening to The Storyteller's Mission with Zena Del Lowe. May you go forth inspired to change the world for the better through story. Story.